Repeat yourselves, men and women of planet Earth. Come as you are, from work, from taverns, from study, science hall, and all that exists. Come all who are weary of their status quo, bored, hungry, unsatisfied. Join us today at Conscious Speaks. Hello, everybody. It's Kelly J, host of Conscious Speaks. And today we have an amazing audio healing experience to create with you. We are spirit-led and we're ready to take calls from anywhere today. So if you would like to write down or memorize the number that I'm about to give you, and while I'm talking or if I'm talking with a caller that has called in or with Eric, our engineer here at Conscious Speaks and your soul strand is sparked, you can dial these numbers, call in and join the conversation. Um, Curiosity is a doorway and we encourage people to call in and uh, speak what their heart is telling them. And this is the number. These are the numbers. 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. So my intention today is the same as almost every day and that is to inspire others to think about their thoughts and take a look inside to find their thoughts root causes right we're going to take a uh, a doorway backwards in time to figure out how we created the mind and body that we live in and so it really has a lot to do with everything at conscious speaks which is about mind over matter and then how we use the collective conscious to create our lives to color our world so, so much is happening at home in a way these days in these last couple of weeks. And um, I really try to stay in my lane, but, you know, sometimes I'm urged to dive in and, uh, and to take things up a notch. And so if anyone out there is listening, if they're really um, wanting to talk about the collective conscious and, and how it works, and if you would like to know about how we're using it, because we are every day. Um, through the stories that we tell ourselves, through the stories that we read, through the shows that we watch, through the books we pick up, through the people we conversate with, everything outside of us is a part of the conscious, collective conscious we're using, the stories that we're told about history, wars, um, you know, the way that the world is created, all those stories are part of the collective conscious. And as long as we remember them or use them or look at them, they stay as a part of the collective conscious. And so it floats around and it really does create a little bit of traction within our normal day lives. We lose our footing sometimes between what we're feeling and reacting to in real time. And then these belief systems that are embedded in our cosmic DNA, our personal DNA, our family stories, our the genealogical history passed down um, from the beginning of time as we know it. So yes, we are all using collective conscious and unconsciously a lot of the time until we rise, right? Until we rise up, until we can do a super mental transformation, which is to live above the mind, to actively be participating in creating our mind and our thoughts in real time. And uh, Conscious Speaks is live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The number, once again, is one 888 298 that's kknw or 5669 and i would like to do a little check-in today because 
there's been some really fascinating and fun things going on. I, um, the, the whole journey that I've lived and grown out loud for the last seven years, uh, the book that I downloaded from Spirit that walked my mind out of darkness and uh, into the light to, you know, I was blind, but I could see. And it was uh, then put into an ebook a couple years later and just recently into print. And I'm touring and I am doing book signings and I've had two now and each of them have been so fabulous to me. So I would like to thank Kiss the Sky book, Jim Tinney, for uh, having me host the very first uh, deep dive into self-love tour. Um, and I would like to thank third place books in Lake Forest Park. Uh, we just did a book signing event there on a Sunday and the room was full for me. There was about 15 to 20 people there asking questions. Everyone was engaging. We got to share stories, uh, listen to each other's hearts, and listen to some beautiful instrumental Celtic music from Veronica and Matt, two of my friends that played. And it was just a fabulous event. It really spoke to my heart about getting out and touring the book. It really opened up my frequency to remember that I practice every day to be that which I sought and I have really good powers to stay in that energy and I need to be out there showing others that they can do it too there's a lot of pain and suffering in the world I wanted to go off into the cabin in the woods and hibernate and I was called back to work with householders and I wanted to I always want to just kind of burrow in and every time I'm just pushed to these extremes where I have to realize it's eating out it's talking with people it's sharing and connecting it's the hugs that we shared at third place books with david and sophie when they shared their stories and um their journey with me and it's the smiles on the faces and and the hugs that meant so much to me and so the reason i'm talking about it is because that's really where i'm going to be focusing is planning a big uh, tour this spring and uh, this summer to the deep dive into self-love tour to take it, you know, down and across through Oregon and California. And then we'll see. We have one more show coming up this month. And it's at, uh, the event is January 18th, 2020. It's Saturday, 7 to 8.30 p.m. And Internal Journeys, a spiritual transformation tour with me, Kelly J. And it's at East West Bookshop. And uh, those are, that's a ticket ticketed event so it's $15 and uh, they are selling those pre-sales so um, if you go to eastwestbookshop.com you can click on my event and uh, purchase a ticket and reserve a seat or you can go to my Facebook pages and uh, find the link there and it will carry you to their uh, ticketing um, venue and you can reserve your seat and I will look forward to seeing you there each time that I step out to do these talks and participate with others you are my mirrors and you're showing me what it is that you want to hear and it helps me really um, find those places inside of me to re reconnect to to share because as uh, doing so much deep transformation work I've lost my story I don't attach to it any longer in the same way that I did when I was living and growing out loud those these last seven years um, I've really freed myself from the identity that had I had brought, brought myself up through. And um, we talk about that. You don't have to stay the person that you became along the way. 
you can figure out who you came to be and free yourself to shine bright in the hues of your own intentions. And that's what we do at Internal Journeys. That's what my clients do when we work in 90-day transformations. We free ourselves from fear and we retrain our mind to pick love and choose a different frequency so we can create our now. So I just wanted to to give a shout out to uh, the book the bookstores that hosted me and say thank you so much. <laughs> I really have never been so happy as to do these events and, and I will look forward to seeing everyone there uh, who shows up to co-create our event on January 18th. I turned 50 years here this month and uh, that's going to be a special show for me. So that's kind of my check-in for the book tour, but I do have a workshop coming up at Santosha Yoga in Gig Harbor, and uh, that is going to be on February 29th, which is really cool because that's leap year. So you want to mark your calendars, and we're going to have a great workshop, deep dive into self-love event at Santosha Yoga, and that's in Gig Harbor. Okay, well, that's my check-in. I wanted to do a good little check-in there before I really kind of dive into my heart strands. Um, I always say call in if your if your heart strands are picked, peaked and you want to share. Well, mine have been peaked the last week, the last, well, it's been going on for a long time, but um, with the war and with uh, everything going on overseas, my soul got a little bit uh, um, agitated and I really wanted to just talk about how collective consciousness can keep us separated, um, how collective consciousness, the old stories and the pain that is floating around through all of us, through our families, through our hearts, through war, through um, civilizations, uh, you know, upbringing and demise, the crashes, the falls, um, the pain that we carry, the long stories that are there. If we continue to, if we continue to hold on to them, we'll never really free ourselves to live the life that we really could. I've, I talked about this on a show. I don't know if it was, you know, a couple months ago, if it was um, six months ago, but on my old radio show. But you know, if we, if we, I believe that we have to remember our pain so we could, you know, love our way through them. But if we hold on to them so tightly. Then we then we have a block in our in our frequency in our song. We have um, a chink in our armor, and we will never fully be able to become love and and free the, ourselves from pain and create a life worth, you know, living and having on planet Earth. Um, you know, heaven on Earth, as Dr. Shermay says. You know, H O E heaven on Earth to seek the soul to have heaven on Earth is to free ourselves from collective conscious and. Some people could call that brainwashing. Other people can call it denial. But I've done this work so long, and, and I was looking for it my whole life. And, and I can honestly say that it to me, for me, it's neither of those. There's something different that happens when you free yourself from the dogma um, of the world and, and the story that you've created in, and became in your life. There's this other place, this you know, I guess spiritual, for lack of a better word, that resonance that we can take up and we become unattached. And it doesn't mean that we don't care, but you can look at things with uh, judgment and then you make a conscious decision on how to react. 
and it doesn't mean you don't have feelings and it doesn't mean that you're not aware, but there's something, there's a, there's a level of awareness like we up level as we talk about a lot um, from my friend, Dr. Jume's course, when we up level, we get to really start to free ourselves, free ourselves. So that's emotional freedom. And what happens is that we get to thrive. We can thrive when we have emotional freedom, but it is the hardest work you'll ever do. And when you sign up for the work, your journey is your own. No one can design it for you. No one can tell you what it's going to be. You'll decide how far you go. And once we get past all of the outside noise, the inner clarity that comes from really honing and working on each new happening in our lives becomes so much more important than what it looks like on the outside. And we go with what it feels like on the inside to work on those core issues, those core frequencies, those harmonic chords, those chords that get, you know, um, struck when lightning strikes. So collective conscious is something that once you step outside, you view it from a different angle. And, and so it feels uncomfortable sometimes to be around um, a bunch of the different noises that are created from the attachment to collective consciousness. When we're looking at social media, when we're watching, you know, it's not fair that we only have a couple news stations to get our news from, because I think that a lot of you out there in the audience and I as well can can really agree with that there's more love and joy in the world and people um, getting along than the media sources would show. And, and when I go to look, I don't know where to look anymore for truth. I, I just kind of try to see past the noise to see where we are legally because the laws are what really decide how we act on planet Earth. You know, I was researching, you know, spiritual law the other day. And it was talking about there's some true. It was for some reason it brought up truth. Like I said, if you don't drink alcohol, it doesn't mean you're more spiritual than someone that does. If you don't drink spirits, I saw that. And but it, and then it said something about if you there was another one that. But in the end, it came to. But it does. It talked about what's lawful. And so if something, even if it says it's lawful, it doesn't mean that it's right. So what what they were saying was. Yes, um, you can still be spiritual. You can still follow the law. But in our heart, we know what's right. And I think that's not just in, you know, how we intake and treat our physical bodies, but it's how we outlook and how we create the safety nets. We create the laws. We create the provisions. We create the, um, the government for us to all thrive in. It's, a, it's an interesting place to see that there's enough for all but yet we haven't figured out how to flip the frequency from fear to love to create it. I can't figure that one out and I probably won't on my own. I think that it's something we all need to do because one heart at a time, we can change the frequency in our inner circle in our 360. And if every one heart was doing that, then that's when the power of, you know, resurrection happens so much quicker. I like to say that, you know, that the rapture is not about rising from the dead. It's about awakening to the truth. And so 
if the rapture were to per se happen, then it'd be like soul streaming live. And we talk about that in one of my writings. To take it a step further, collective conscious and everything that's been written, if we can slow down to not read, act to what we're reading and look through the words to dissect what they might mean in this time versus the time that they were written or to flip the words. There's so many ways to collect um, a meaning. So if we don't just rally to the first one to try and then try to dissect what really is being said, we can see through words, we can open up frequencies, we can find different threads in the tapestry of our world that we're creating and we can change them. We can change them. Uh, It's going to take a lot of work, but I've been doing this work for seven years. And, 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 and it doesn't, it doesn't do anything but get better for me. And, and, and that's internally. And I was thinking about this a lot today. We could be doing really great internally, but externally, I think it's going to take the village. We really are going to need that village to flip it, the script. So um, that's a little bit of a rant there, I guess. I never use that word, but I'm ranting a little because it's, it's a it's a place that I've come to where I I can't fathom anymore why we can't figure out how to all get along. It fears unrealized love, and we know how to go in and find those blocks and love them through. Then I think it's our duty to do so, especially in the United States of America, where we are so privileged, where we have so much. And we have the time to invest in ourselves, to free ourselves emotionally so we can rise up and rise others up. You know, they say when when you rise, you know, you can lift others up. And so if anyone out there is listening and they have any questions or they want to add to this conversation, that would be, would be really cool. I know it's fearful sometimes to talk about these things. Even I, in my my spiritual, you know, status don't, I try not to get involved too heavily because I can see both sides and I see from what my belief system is, the pain that people are stuck in that are creating what would be perceived by me as chaos. Um, But if they're looking at us or me or people that are listening to this radio show, I think we're similar. um, um, Then they would think that we're creating chaos. So um, until we can all look through each other's eyes to see from a different point of view, then we'll still just be looking through one set of eyes, which is ours. And it doesn't create a lot of room for others to be different, to be loved, to feel cherished, to feel safe, to be able to provide um, with uh, freedom to take care of themselves and their families. I um, never been more sure that, it's the journey that's more important than the destination. And when we can live for the moment that we're in and learn how to take it as something that's happening for us and not against us and not give in to fear and not give in to expectations or doubt that we could really create something beautiful and we can definitely flip, flip the switch from fear to love on planet earth. You know, I um, am going to take a small break right now. 
and we're going to play some commercials and then we're going to come back and we'll see we'll open up the phone lines if you'd like to call in the number is 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569 don't be afraid come join the conversation we'll be right back stay with us this is conscious speaks Art Trent Law is a universal law trainer who will help you apply universal laws in simple and easy to understand terms so you can start thriving in life. Universal law is also sometimes called the process of creation or the facts of life. Universal law is the immutable process that every one of your thoughts is processed through. Your thoughts, when processed through universal law, actually create what you are experiencing. In Art Drentlaw's book, Choose Again, you are far more than you have come to believe. You will read the true story of how an inmate in a Nazi death camp by the name of Wild Bill Cody actually thrived. This book will stir your emotions and rejuvenate you by its magnificence, advance your own consciousness, and therefore even help advance world consciousness. You can buy, choose again, you are far more than you have come to believe at universallawpro.com slash books. Margie was a widow at 38 with four children, but this did not stop her from helping others on their life journey. Her spare bedroom was rarely empty. After she passed away in the summer of 2011, her son and daughter decided to go and find 18 people who spent time in their home over a 15-year period starting in early 1980. It took three years to find everyone and interview them. Some of these people also wrote letters on how their time with Margie imparted on their life. Her message is in every story. Love, Care, and Share is authored by Margie's son, Tom Herstad. Tom has been bringing physical light to homes and businesses for many years and is now bringing transformational light into the hearts of families around the world with Margie's message. One woman who made a difference in numerous lives. Love, Care, and Share is about a lady who has a message for us all. Links, Amazon.ca and www.tomherstadbook.com com. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150. Okay, everybody, welcome back. 
Welcome back to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW. This is Conscious Speaks, and we are live every Thursday with Kelly J. That's me. And if you are just joining the conversation, we're talking about uh, collective conscious. And um, I was, my full strand has been sparked the last, the last week or two, a um, little bit emotionally, and just really wanted to open up the airwaves. If anyone wanted to share about collective conscious, or if they had any questions, how it works, first, really flip the switch from the fear of planet Earth. We have to work um, with that collective conscious um, history that is out there floating around. Um, things fall in and out of it all the time. They get rewritten. <laughs> um, it is a real living thing. It's called this there's this bank of memory that people are writing our history in, yeah. and it's taught to us, so we access it, and um, it becomes a part of us, and uh, sometimes so much that it gets clipped notes and shortened down, and we don't even know why we're reacting the way we're reacting anymore. It's something that's been passed down. It's something that we may be touched on, but to know it's true or it's very core essence um, takes a lot of time. And um, I think it would be um, a beautiful thing if we could all get on the same page. But, you know, that's a dream, right? So um, I understand that that's not how we're done here yet. So, um, you know, I'm still, still living and growing out my, my show. And I talked about it a little bit earlier about uh, Soul Streaming Live. And so I thought I would read to you a blog that I wrote in, in my transformation journey. Um, it was written July 3rd, 2013, and it goes like this. Because when we vibrate and shine bright collectively, it's a mass connection of souls streaming live. I believe the things that make us beautiful or feel that way are not the things that we put on or use to get by day to day. It's a feeling that comes through and over us when we are together causing souls to collectively hum. It's a feeling of bliss in the purest form and the purest high you can never have, one that makes you smile and feel like you could burst out of the atmosphere. When we vibrate and shine bright collectively, it is a mass connection of souls streaming that. I love this feeling, and when it comes on, if lucky enough to catch it in real time, it can take us another step further. It is like cake or candy of the soul kind, so nourishing for our being. I wish we could feel like this more often, not afraid of the rush, never feeling distant or awkward when we are near each other, but always feeling loved and beautiful through the music, art, peace, and trust we are creating. But we hide, and we fear, and we worry too much, and it saddens me. People do not talk to each other enough anymore. So afraid a connection might spark an intrusion. I can't understand or figure out what that intrusion would be, yet it is this way, even though we so beseechingly need each other. I implore you to be who you are. This is who you were born to be. I know that is not always an easy thing to know, and there are a million things and happenings that have went on in between. But it is dire that we find this out, or we may never shine bright. I want the who you are when you're alone to be present. The one who knows you inside and out and is so perfectly ready to break through in the knowing that it is part of our learning curve. We are meant to evolve and change. 
<laughs> if we have a say. My truth is we have to love everything about ourselves so we can love others too. Once we love our lips, thighs, buttocks, eyes, our skin, nose, knees, ankles, and toes, our past, present, and our futures will be home. Honestly, I think we take ourselves too seriously, forgetting this is life and it is not perfect, and that is what makes it beautiful. Once we do this, we can accept and love others for their and not judge them against ideas that have nothing to do with either of us. I dare you to not care what society says and find your own beauty by accepting and loving yourself first. But most of all, learning to embrace and love your mind. Making your ally and confident, becoming best friends with your thoughts because they are your true north, guiding you to your inner pride and self, which dictates everything that you do. This is the place where you feel safe when you are alone, the safest place to go rest when things get a little crazy or do not make sense. I swear to you, there is nothing ugly about any human except when they are not a human trying. We are everything beautiful. The want and desire in our hopes and our dreams is us wanting to shine bright, not us trying to hold ourselves back. I want to read that again. It says the want and desire in our hopes and our dreams is us wanting to shine bright, not us trying to hold ourselves back. I believe that we become small first instead of trying to encompass the world all at once, that we can change our mind one thought at a time, creating a truth that is believable then placing self right smack in the middle of our best intentions. I know there is nothing more lovely than waking up in the leading role of your life. I am living proof of this. Please remember that you are the most important character in your life. Never let anyone take that coveted place or give anyone the power to take away your shine. Your victories and losses are your own skin sheathed in a million miracles called cells that have given you a place on planet earth that is totally capable of defying gravity. We need to rally to our own cause, knowing we can affect the life we live one memory, one new thought at a time, and always more effectively when we are together, causing our souls to collectively hum. That's hum. And it is a blog that is on my website where I lived and grew out. The first five years of my self transformation journey at Are you there, Eric? I am here, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I lost you. <laughs> no, no, no. You were breaking up just a hair there. How did my reading go? Was that was that foggy? Yeah, I it it broke up a little bit, um, but I I think the the main points came through. Well, if it broke up, then I will read it and we can fix it on the playback. But I really, really enjoyed reading it to everybody. I hope they got to hear it. I think they did. (laughs) How are you doing today? What did you think of the blog? Yeah, very interesting stuff. Food for thought, for sure. Food for thought. So how are what do you think about collective consciousness? (laughs) 
Well, um, I, you know, I, I think it's it's a great thing, um, and uh, you know, we, I think we should all try and take that collective consciousness and move it in a positive direction. Because right now it seems like maybe the collective consciousness may not quite be in that positive place that we want it to be. Well, at least the part that we're being shown through media, right? And that's the part that we have to be careful from. Um, If you're listening out there, Eric really hit on a good topic because what we look at is our point of reference. So if we're just looking at one or two places or if we're just Um, if we're not broadening our horizons to see from other people's eyes, then we might not realize that there is a lot of good collective conscious out there as well. Wouldn't you say, Eric? That's very true. (laughs) You know, I wrote a quote today. Um, I'm going to read it. And then you, why don't you listen and tell me what comes to mind? Okay. Sure. Okay. This quote says, The place we create every day is called Earth. She is a laboratory of wonderment. We can cross back and traverse once we seat the soul. Go find a self-love chamber. Dive deep and bring your favorite carabiner to connect. Dare to be life. Harness now to live free. Real time is all. What comes to mind? It sounds like good advice. (laughs) <laughs> you're always so funny i love that it is good advice right and i want to and i you know it's so perfect that you say that because i really i was looking around social media today and I really got the feeling for and, and i've really come across this in my work a lot and if you spoke to any of my clients they'll tell you i'm a i'm a big stickler for real time um I think if what we perceive is the most waking moment that we're really alive and breathing in here is when we are technically awake, then that's the place that we should try to really connect the most to make the most of life. And in what I see that as meaning is if we are awake during our natural day, then that's our, that's our optimum time. I mean, I don't think we're ever, I think we're always dreaming and that's a whole different, whole different story. But if we're awake and then if we're in real time, then when see the most important places to take care of would be home and hearth, um, our families and others, right? We take care of our communities. We reach out. And if we are a lot in a self, if we're in a self love journey or if we're in a spiritual journey or if we're in any journey where we can become too down the rabbit hole per se, then we might miss out on really living life. We might miss out on others. And I spent a lot of time thinking about this. And it really was before I wrote the book. I'm very esoteric and I'm very out there with my thinking and my seeking. And I remember it was probably 2009. I can't remember. Uh, But I thought if I'm going to be on planet Earth, if I'm going to be alive as I perceive it, then I need to participate. I want to participate with others. And so it was interesting, you know, I think it's fun to, it's fun to meditate. It's fun to, you know, to go down the rabbit hole and find all these different studies. I've been doing it for a long time, but more important it is to get in this body, right. To get in to your, as above, so below per se, as we've talked about on many shows to really seek the soul, balance the opposites and then have and create a wonderful life. What can block that is our fears and doubts 
our hopes and dreams attached to collective consciousness. If we think that we can't have something that we're shown is necessary to have value as a person on earth, or even take it a step further that allows us to actually care for ourselves as a human on planet earth, then we'll start to block the joy in the collective conscious and really look at the fear. So it could become tricky and, you know, I thought it was a, a cute gift from spirit when they said, get a care biter, you know, go to these places, don't stop looking, don't stop seeking if that's what calls you, don't stop doing what it is that you're doing, your art or your writing or, you know, trying to find a way through things. But remember to live too. remember to breathe, you know, bring that care biner and, and connect to life because to, I love to harness now, harness now, right? We live in a now we've already won to live free, right? So real time, those waking moments, connecting to self. And I've been working for a long time in my path and I'm, I'm not perfect at this all the time. I've actually been quite awful at it um, on purpose for a long time to achieve the different levels in awareness that I've thought. But it, it, and, and for me, it's never been more apparent that now is more important than anything to reach out and connect to get that care binder. I think I need to get uh, some of those made for internal journeys and uh, give them to my clients because sometimes it's good to have something to hold on to, to bring you back to the present. So anyone out there that's on a journey you know, anyone out there that's doing deep spiritual work, we, I took, I talked to a couple people at the book signing event you know, on Sunday. It's hard work and it's consuming work. And when you understand and you dive into it, it becomes overwhelming and almost a, a really a lifelong commitment. So it's okay to take breaks, right? And to dare to be life and get out there and have fun. Ask someone on a date, go to a movie, make new friends, um, reach out and try something new. Um, find a new book, find a new genre, maybe change everything. Because if we're doing something one way and it's not working, maybe it's time to change things. And so when you're out there in your daily walk, I think about this all the time. We're on a planet, sitting in the middle of a galaxy. And um, it's pretty cool that we're even here living on Earth at all. And we talk about that in hum, right? Right? You know, it's a beautiful thing that um, we are living and breathing, that it says your victories and losses are your own skin, right? So everything we've won or lost, right, is stored in our, in our cellular structure. Your victories and losses are your own skin, sheathed in a million miracles called cells, right? And that they've given you a place on planet Earth that is totally capable of defying gravity, we need to rally to our own cause, knowing that we can affect the life we live one memory at a time. And we can really get to the end of this life journey when we do and go, I, I really don't have any regrets. I did or tried everything that I wanted. I loved. I didn't give up. Um, I tried again because I didn't mind to look like a fool. Pride was not going to best me. The seven deadly sins. Don't let the seven deadly sins best your life journey. Be a, be okay. Be a fool for love. Be okay to know that if it doesn't work, people can change and things don't work out. But it's okay. We all grow and move on for different reasons. But everything mattered that we've done, right? 
So if we start taking residence in our soul, when we become that which we seek, when we really tap into love, then we get to be that love. Choose love is an honorable journey and the scariest one we'll ever take. I know it's been for me, this is a self-love journey that I've been on and I didn't know it was when I started to learn to love ourselves free of fear and pain and judgment, to learn to not judge ourselves so that we do not judge others so that we can live a life from our heart and not our mind or that collective conscious stored memories of old happenings in our own life versus the ones out there in the world, right? When we get to live as above, so below, when we balance those opposites, that's when we really get to shine bright. And it's a collective conscious. Anyone out there is listening in your soul strand with sparks. If you'd like to call in and join the conversation, the number is 888-298-5569. And, uh, we we'll look forward to hearing from you. We are a worldwide self-love community that is learning to love ourselves so we can truly love others. And if you want to know without me, huh? If you're ready, we can talk to Tim and Clee Ellum. I would love to talk to Tim. Tim's on the line now. Hey, Tim. Hey, Kelly. I, I'm a... Uh... Really blown away when you're talking about collective consciousness, and then you see what the Republicans and Democrats and all that stuff going on. I've been shutting it all out, and that's probably not a good thing. But <laughs> I just hide up in the mountains, and I think that I'm sort of copping out. I should probably, like you said, get out and start doing that stuff. Well, you know what you said right there, Tim, really touches my soul strand because that's what. Um, I feel is necessary for us to start changing it and flipping that consciousness. Um, yeah. I mean, it's easy to turn it off. Right. But at some point, how are we helping if we just have gone into the void? Right. Exactly. And I do that a lot. You know, I, I, I'm like a turtle. <laughs> I stick my head inside my shell and I just hide out there. You know, it, I yeah. need to do exactly what you said, go out and, go to dinner or do something. I just hide out. But of, course, of course, I don't hide out. I've got a lot of critters around me, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel the same way because I did the same thing. You know, I was up in Ashford in the mountains and I, I didn't want to come out. I was fine up there, you know, commuting with spirit, chopping wood, living my life with my animals and doing the radio show once a week and meeting with my clients, but really tuned out and, and, you know, when I came back from my renunciation path journey where I went across the country and back um, that I didn't know was turning into a renunciation path, but did, um, I was shown that, you know, come back to society to work with householders, but I still kind of didn't pay attention and went further into the woods, but I'm back and, um, you know, you, when I don't like to get into politics per se, because I see that each person thinks that they're doing what's right. Um, but there is, like we were talking about earlier, if you remember on the show, even it says, you know, that, you know, there are things that are lawful, but we know what's right. 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 
Well, I just want to call in and tell you you're wonderful. I really appreciate you. <laughs> well, I think that you're wonderful too. I do, I do. And so, if you if you want to share anything else on collective consciousness, I totally trust your path and your work. If you'd like to share, well, there's one thing that's sort of sad is Baba Ram Das passed on, and he was really yes. influential in my life when I was young. Now, be here now. Yes, and. Uh, that's sort of, he's in a better spot, so it isn't sad. He's just gone to a better space, but that was something. Well, he gets to help us. About. He gets to help us from the, yeah, he gets to help us from the other side, that positive side of collective consciousness that's out there, right? And, right, and exactly. That you bring that up. And death, death well, is not I, a bad thing. Well, yeah, if you, and I don't believe in death, but yeah, definitely there's a difference between being technically here and there or as you know, Ram Dass would say here now, but that it's one of those things where if we're only shown the collective conscious, which is the past and the rants and the raving, then we're not really shown the collective conscious of all the great spiritual leaders that have gone and the ascended masters per se that are there. And that collective consciousness is there for us to tap into as well, but it's not spoken about in the mainstream as much. And that's kind of why, you know, we have our radio shows, you know, you've been following and, and been a friend and been with me on my journey. And, you know, each radio show that does similar work has their following. But, you know, I was a guest on Dr. Pat's show a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about it's just time to get out and really start talking and sharing more to show the light and to really, you know, even in our own atmosphere, flip that frequency. Thank you for calling in. You're amazing, and I really am thankful that you joined the conversation today. Well, I just wanted to know I appreciate you. Shine on, my friend. <laughs> yes, to you, too, and to you, too. Well, that was nice. That's my friend Tim, and he's been following uh, the journey and been with me, a Facebook friend, and we're friends in real time now, but it's been a long time. Um, when I first started living and growing out loud, it was through my blog at internalnarcissist.com. Uh, and it's interesting, you know, seven years this March will be the journey. And it's one of those things where it just, once you commit to this lifestyle, as I call it, self-love or the spiritual path is a lifestyle, like, like every choice we make, um, you can't stop. It's just so good. And I talked about on a post earlier today that we're using collective conscious, whether we know it or not. And, and, and it's one of those truths I, I'd like to speak to as well is that we are using love, but how are we using it? There's only two frequencies, you know, that we really exist on and it's fear and love, positive and negative and, and however they're sewed into our harmonic song, you know, our personal frequency in the universe, um, we can look and see what that what that stamp is, what that measure is, what what we're playing, and we can change it if we want to. We can change little things. It doesn't have to be excessive. Um, we can just change the way that we talk to ourselves. We could change the way that we, you know, see the world one thought at a time. But the first, we have to notice that we can see the world. We get stuck, or I was even stuck, half awake in my dream before it woke open further. And 
you know, it's, it, we can always go further. We can always find more ways to love deeper and to loosen those negative soundtracks and rants in our minds. And so I encourage anyone out there that's listening, um, if you're feeling stressed out over the, the, the plight of the world <laughs> these days, and I'll just remind you that it's always this way because, as Tim was saying, you know, and Ram Das wrote, be here now. All there is is now, the infinity loop of now. And so there's always the, the, the duality going on. And my pipe dream is that we can flip the frequency on earth from fear to love. But I've read enough and heard from others that I'm not the only one thinking that way. And so if we can work on ourselves and heal our own hearts and, and take care of our little 360 that love spreads out like an ocean and um, then we can all start affecting each other through the good graces and the beauty that we're resonating. And um, we're getting near the end of the show today. And I really just am so excited to share this time with you and some real time thoughts that I've been thinking. And it really makes me think of beauty and cause I talked about the resonance and I'm just going to read a little quote from that and it says real beauty shines from within it's called radiance it glows and it shines it wisps and it curls around the molecules within our body causing us to affect others with our very presence so however we're shining inside whatever our love frequency is that's what we're giving and that's what we're getting and that's how we create our worlds from the inside out and um, I'm Kelly J. I'm the voice and author at Internal Narcissists and Internal Journeys, Spiritual Transformation. I'm so blessed again to share time and space with everyone who tuned in and late listening through podcasts. Thank you, Alternative Talk Radio, 1150 KKNW, Marilyn Milano, Eric Ryder, our producer and engineer. I would really love to thank Don Avery and Larry Mitchell for permission to share rapidly approaching ecstasy in our shows you can find the cd on amazon or donavery.com i'm a spiritual self-love transformation guide i lead and coach 90-day transformation journeys i led myself through what i found out later is three supermental transformations to live above the mind they became a course that i now teach and you can look that up online at www internal journeys that's j-o-u-r-n-e-y-s.com to learn more about that and the processes of self-love that i help guide and teach and i am author of the book that we use as the text in those courses and it's called internal journeys a spiritual transformation you can find that at amazon we have a book signing coming up on july i mean january 18th at East West Bookshop in Seattle. And um, would love to meet any of you there, sign a book and talk with you and give you a hug. Um, love wins when we choose love. And that's a circle. Love and namaste, Kelly J.
Thank you for joining us today at Conscious Speaks Radio, a place where we come together each week to discuss the mysteries of life, the light and the dark, the sweet and the salty, the divine mysteries of being human, a place where we mentally hold hands, naturally gravitating to each other through the cosmic airwaves of space and time, knowing like bees to honey and goodness, this is a place to take comfort in the knowing that it is from and through each other that we grow in our greatest leaps and bounds. Trent Law is a universal law trainer who will help you apply universal laws in simple and easy to understand terms so you can start thriving in life. Universal law is also sometimes called the process of creation or the facts of life. Universal law is the immutable process that every one of your thoughts is processed through. Your thoughts, when processed through universal law, actually create what you are experiencing. In Art Drentlaw's book, Choose Again, you are far more than you have come to believe. You will read the true story of how an inmate in a Nazi death camp by the name of Wild Bill Cody actually thrived. This book will stir your emotions and rejuvenate you by its magnificence, advance your own consciousness, and therefore even help advance world consciousness. You can buy, choose again, you are far more than you have come to believe at universallawpro.com slash books. Margie was a widow at 38 with four children, but this did not stop her from helping others on their life journey. Her spare bedroom was rarely empty. After she passed away in the summer of 2011, her son and daughter decided to go and find 18 people who spent time in their home over a 15-year period starting in early 1980. It took three years to find everyone and interview them. Some of these people also wrote letters on how their time with Margie imparted on their life. Her message is in every story. Love, Care, and Share is authored by Margie's son, Tom Herstad. Tom has been bringing physical light to homes and businesses for many years and is now bringing transformational light into the hearts of families around the world with Margie's message. One woman who made a difference in numerous lives. Love, Care, and Share is about a lady who has a message for us all. Links, Amazon.ca and www.tomherstadbook.com dot com.